What's up, y'all? This is Good Vibes by Zay. Before we start, if you are looking for the most fascinating, most polarizing, most interesting sports radio show, check out In The Huddle Podcast on Can You Dig It Sports Radio app. You can also use the request line 1833-RADIO-BX. That is 1833-RADIO-BX. Interesting debate show is live in the huddle. Ladies and gents, boys and girls from around the world, welcome back to another episode of In the Huddle EP 250. And man, your boy's back from vacation. Okay. I left to go on vacation. I was I was light skinned, okay, and I came back looking like Bobby Schmurter. Your boy is all tanned out, and we got a loaded show planned out, and I can't wait to get into this show with y'all, bro. Listen, ate well. I worked out good. I'm feeling good. I'm ready to take on the daunting task of a week-to-week schedule per usual, but nothing really sums up my week more than in the huddle. It's the moment that I look forward to, the hour, hour and a half, however long we record this show. Sometimes two hours. These are the hours that I'm looking forward to the most that brings me peace in my day. So without further ado, I'm ready to play today. I got my co-host Zach in the building. He's ready to play today. Let's bring it over to Zach and see how Zach is doing. Zach, how you doing, man? Well, what's going on? We're happy to have uh, you back here in New York. We did a couple nice shows in Florida, but man, in the huddle, can you dig sports radio? It's always great to be here. And we've discussed this a lot over the last couple of weeks. Um, the sports uh, cycle and the sports calendar is back to normal. And we just have so many things going on right now between the NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, baseball seasons here, even the NFL offseason training camp is underway. OTAs uh, taking place. And already we just have so many things to talk about. I'm looking forward to it, as usual. Always uh, grateful to be here in the huddle. And uh, yeah, without further ado, here we go. Yes, sir. We might as well talk about the planned out agenda that we have here as we are going to make our rounds to the NBA. As we all know, the NBA playoffs are here. I won't really call it too exciting. I mean, the game's been blowouts. You know, I've been a little bit bored, but we're going to talk about those games. We still love the NBA for what it's worth, and we're going to talk about the NBA a lot. We got two series. We got two reactions. But without further ado, it's time for the cue. EP 250. So let it be written. So let it be done. Little Shadamas on the mic. Let's get right to it. Jason Tatum pours in 31 points as the Celtics even out the Eastern Conference Finals with a 102-82 win. Now, Zach, if you want to do the honors and give a, a little brief Reaction to what you've seen thus far in this series and follow that up by this subtopic here. Is Tatum the best player remaining in the playoffs right now? So I do not think Jason Tatum is the best player in these playoffs right now. I do think that I would take Luka Doncic over him. I would take Steph Curry over him. And I do think there's a legitimate argument to even take Jimmy Butler over him, at least in the playoffs. Um, with that being said, Tatum was really impressive. 31 points in game four. That was a game that Boston needed to have. But, Will, I wanted to give you some thoughts on this series. And I'm really fascinated by where we are in this series and what exactly is going to go from here. And I'll start off by saying this. I think if you're looking at it from a whole perspective, especially comparing where the Celtics are now compared to where they were early in the season, they deserve some credit. They handled adversity really nicely early on in the season. They were looking like the most disappointing team uh, team in the NBA, one of the worst teams in the NBA. They were sitting like 12th or 11th in the East. And you combine that with last year, they go 500 and get uh, losing five games to the Brooklyn Nets in the first round of the playoffs. 
Things weren't going great in Boston considering the talent on that team and the expectations they had. But I do think after the regular season they just had, after the way they just swept the Brooklyn Nets and they knocked out the defending champion Milwaukee Bucks in seven games, they were down 3-2 in that series, coming back to win. I do think if Boston loses this series to Miami, it's going to be really disappointing because I thought after that, Miami, or after that Milwaukee series – they were, in my mind, the favorite to win the NBA Finals just because of the talent and the chemistry. And really, since January, they've been the best team in the NBA, one of, but they make a legitimate argument to be the best. And I think in game three, like that game really said a lot to me, right? If I would have told you before that game that Jimmy Butler for Miami would have been injured and out the entire second half, most people had Boston winning that game to begin with. If I would have told you that, most people would have had Boston winning by like 15 points. And I'm still just a little confused how they came out in the first quarter of that game. And before you even blink, they're down by 20 points and they can't hit a shot. They, they didn't even show up in the first quarter of that game. And that was really surprising to me after they blew out Miami in game two in the game they needed to have. I think that's an, an impressive thing about Boston is they haven't lost two games in a row in a, a few months now, which is really impressive. And I think me labeling like, okay, if they lose this series, as a, uh, it would be a disappointment. That just shows me like how highly I think of this Boston team. I think they're the more talented team than Miami, and I think they should win this series. But at the same time, I'm not counting out the Heat. Uh, I'm not counting them out yet either because – Every time I count them out, whether it's this year, whether it's two years ago in the bubble, they always just find a way uh, to prove me wrong. And I do think that Jimmy Butler is that kind of player where if he's on your team in a playoff series, you're always going to have uh, a chance to win. I, it's going to be interesting to see how Miami adjusts. Obviously, like one of the main reasons why they won that game three was out of bio, bam, going off. But Robert Williams didn't play in that game. He's back. He made a big impact. And I'm just very interested to see what happens in these next three games because I will say – I think Boston should win this series. They're the better team, in my opinion. They're the more talented team, in my opinion. But I wouldn't be shocked if Miami won. With two games at home, just given their pedigree. And just one more comment on the disappointment. Like, a lot of this also would have to do with the fact that it would be the second time in three years Boston, this Tatum, Brown, smart group, would be losing to the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. And I love the Heat. I respect them. But they don't look like or feel like a team in my mind that's been worthy of coming out of the Eastern Conference like two of the last three years. They're really good, and I'm really not trying to be disrespectful, but this is Boston's time. Opportunity is not a lengthy visitor. This is now the fourth conference finals that Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown have played in, Tatum's third. It's a huge opportunity for Boston, and I think if they lose this series, I'm going to be pretty disappointed. I mean, you should be disappointed. They clearly are the better team. You know, no disrespect to the Heat, but let's cool down here. They are not as good as Boston from a roster perspective, from a talent perspective. Yes, they have the depth, and that's a lot of the reasonings for people saying that Miami is going to be a player this season was because of the depth. But okay, cool, we got the depth, but if you're injured and you have these nagging injuries, how good is your depth? Now, credit to them. They still got Olin Depot, who's starting to get his legs back. It started off with the defense, with him getting about four to five steals in game three. That set up his offense. He's starting to click. But even then, it's not enough. So whatever depth that we thought Miami had, it seems like they're a little bit limited. When you have starters that um, combined for 18 points in the entire game, that's a joke. Okay, I don't care who is your coach, who you say is the best coach in the NBA. That's a joke. 
literally that's an egg laid that I don't think Miami could recover from. Now they can because of Jimmy Butler and the physical makings of Jimmy. We all know he's a guy that has a dog. And anytime you have a leader like that, then you can overcome it. But if they don't, then I won't be shocked because Boston has shown the ability to have the killer instinct and to get punched in the mouth and respond after getting punched in the mouth. You all know that Mike Tyson statement. Everybody got a plan to get punched in the mouth. Well, Boston has the same plan. They're going to win after they get punched in the mouth. Let's go back to that game three, okay? Because clearly that was a game handed on a silver platter to Miami. And I'm not trying to discount Miami, but come on, you have 26 turnovers resulting in 33 Miami points and y'all lost by a couple points. You do the math. You've been in college. I've been in college. We graduated, same school, okay, year apart. We all know Miami should have lost that game, especially with Jimmy Butler being out. Most teams would have folded. That would have took out the hearts of most NBA teams right there. Or oh, we just blew a game that we were supposed to win. Not the Boston Celtics. They haven't lost back-to-back -back games with Tatum in the lineup since January. That should give you the confidence, and anybody the confidence for that matter, that this team could get punched in the mouth and come back from it. And I do believe, heading on down, I'll be shocked that Miami wins another game in the series. Honestly, I think the Celtics are more than capable of going on the road. I believe they're a better road team than they are a home team this year, and these playoffs show that. They're better on the road. They should have won game one on the road. They got outscored in the third quarter. Marcus Smart was out. And we all know when you have that leader, that anchor, when a team is punching you in the mouth, you need that guy there. He wasn't there. So I do believe Celtics could go on the road, steal the next game, game five, and come back and end it just like I predicted in game six and move on to the finals because they're supposed to. They are the better team. And um, as far as the question about Tatum being the best player remaining in this series, I agree. I don't think he is. I go Stephen Curry, number one. I go Luka, number two. And then I go Tatum. The reason why I go Steph over Luka, and I know that's probably going to raise some eyebrows, is because I flat out believe that Steph Curry is the most underrated player in basketball. And I know that's tough to say from a guy that's leading the league in history in three-pointers, but he does more than that now. The three-pointers not even dropping like it used to. And he's still making an impact on the game because of his ability to get into the paint area. What he does, um, you know, just um, coming off ball screens and navigating through one-on-one -on -one situations, ISO situations. We all know he's not the best defender, but this playoffs around, he has been an elite defender. As opponents are now only shooting 37.5% when defended by Steph. He actually has improved as a defender, making him a better all-around player and not underestimate let's not underestimate the value of making guys around you better i think sometimes that goes under the wayside we look at stats you know circus like plays but making other guys better i think nobody does it better than stephen curry because of all the gravity and attention and the unselfishness of his play no disrespect to luca he could put up numbers all he wants to and he's a great basketball player top five in the nba for sure but I don't think he makes other guys around him better. I, I don't see that like that. Like, he'll make a couple good passes, but I don't really see him making other guys better. Also, 
if you're going to be the best player in the NBA, you got to play some defense. You really got to play some defense. I'm not going to put you in that label if you can't defend me or B or you or who, whatever. You got to defend. He hasn't defend. At least Curry has the effort and showed the effort over these years that he's willing to be a capable defender to help his team out. So that's why I go Steph 1, and I go Luka 2, and I go Tatum 3 remaining in this playoffs right now of my best plays right now in the playoffs. I've, I've just counted out Miami so many times. I picked the Celtics to beat them in the bubble before that Eastern Conference Finals, and I was very confident the Celtics were going to win Game 3, and that egg was just massive. And I'm curious to see if they could show that effort that they showed in Game 4 on the road again in Game 5 when Miami, they just played their worst game of the playoffs. As you said, Like it's very hard for me to believe that they're going to play that poorly two games in a row. I think ultimately what it's going to come down to are those role guys, like, they have a bunch of undrafted players. Like, is that going to bite them eventually? But I will say, in game three, the one charge Boston made, they cut it to one, and my guy Max Struess came up and hit, in my opinion, the biggest shot of the game to put Miami uh, back up four, and they never looked back from there. So I will say, like, I picked Boston to win beforehand, but I'm still not as confident. I want to see them show that consistent effort, and if Miami does win game five – it's going to be interesting to see if Boston can be able to bounce back again because when you do that so many times, ultimately it's going to bite you. Well, I would say this about Miami. Number one, let's start off with Bam made a bayou. He has to play better. It's just that simple. It's just that clear cut straight to the point. He got to play better. He had one good game in this series and arguably two good games in the last series, which was the first two games, ironically, that Embiid didn't play. So he has to be better because Robert Williams is taking him behind the woodshed and so did Embiid. So if you want to be one of the premier centers in the league and help your team win, he got to play better. It was unacceptable his performance only scoring nine points in 28 minutes. Kyle Lowry's another one. And I'm not expecting anything big from Kyle Lowry. We know, we know him more so from his championship pedigree and him being able to take charges and set guys in the pick and roll half court. We all know him to be that. But we're going to need him to be more than that because I don't see them having a the firepower. And if you out here playing 21 minutes only scoring three points, then that's a problem. So who are we looking for outside of Jimmy Butler to generate some consistent offense, especially if Tyler Hero can't be the hero because he's hurt. Now, I'm not sure about his status in the next game. If he plays, he plays. That's some guy that they would love to have because of what he does shooting the basketball. And he was a very key component on why they won game one because he came in there and shot the ball well and kept them afloat where they was able to tack on, tackle on that um, halftime deficit and being able to take over that game one from the second half. So um, I don't see a lot of scoring power there. I think the Celtics will lose this series if they lose the series more so than Miami defeating them because they have the more talented roster. They have the better bigs, and they are doing it as a cohesive unit. Derek White, let's not underestimate him. He came in there in the last game, played exceptional, okay, with the steals and what he was able to do scoring the basketball. Listen, I just look at both teams, and I say – with my own two eyes, the Celtics are a clear better team. But if they lose this series, it's because they lost this series. And to your point, that will make it a very disappointing season. Can you dig it? Sports Radio Network is here. Revolutionize the game of media. Ladies and gentlemen, I know y'all not getting tired of watching In The Huddle over and over again. So like and subscribe to the channel and receive these new notifications of new uploaded content that will be coming your way. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the rest of your day. I'm out. Peace.